Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. This is, it's my honor to be here with you today. I'm going to have to uh, verbally ask Rudy to go get something off the printer for me. <laughs> We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. <clears throat> for such time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you once again with grateful hearts for the many blessings you bestow upon us. For all the things, Father that you do for us. And we know in times of trouble, you are right there beside us, even though we may not believe that because we're wrapped up in the distractions and the hurt. But we know you never leave us, Father. I ask again today for your protection over those who are in prison, the J6ers, and those who our so-called government are getting ready to arrest over 1,200. Father, I ask that you put your arms around them and let them know that you are here. Just like you were here with Joseph, you are here with us. And Lord God, I ask that you protect Donald Trump and all those around him, his family, all the associates, all those that he leans on, that he trusts. And Father, for his protection, all the security that is around him, I beg you to be with them as well. I ask your blessing on today's show, Father, that we might glean something from it, encourage others as well as make some of the less encouraging news. Abrupt for everyone to know. For such a time as this, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Excuse me, I got a little frog in my throat. I don't know where that came from. I'm going to talk just real briefly about conservative. Why? Because I read something this morning that I thought was very interesting. And I think it can go along with our show. Conservative. I consider myself to be conservative most of the time. My husband may not think so (laughs) when I go shopping. I read an article by Dennis Prager, though. It's on AmericanGreatness.com. Do conservatives oppose oppose change? Now, it wasn't a really long article, but I'm not going to get into it in too much depth other than to just point out. He said, if you Google or you search the World Wide Web or you look it up, what a conservative is, the definition they will give you is commitment to traditional values and ideas with opposition to change or innovation. Now, I have noticed a lot, if you Google or if you, I've got Bing on here, I've got some of the others, and some of them are just not good. I would rather use something else, but they're just not good. They have not proved to be good for me. But I have noticed, and it's gotten, excuse me, worse and worse in the last five years. It's supposed to have these rhythms on your computer where it knows what you use. I use American Greatness. I use uh, Washington 
Examiner, the uh, Political Insider. I use Newsmax. I use Fox. I use several others. But those aren't the ones that it brings up. It brings me up CNN and MSNBC. And those are the searches it gives me, those articles, when I'm looking for something totally different. So it is not surprising that if you go on the World Wide Web and you find, uh, <clears throat> you look up for <clears throat> the uh, definition of conservative, you find commitment to traditional values and ideas with opposition to change or innovation. Well, Dennis went on to explain how this is how the left actually sees conservatives. I shall not be moved. That's my words. <clears throat> kind of like an old Baptist hymn. Like a tree standing by the water, I shall not be moved. But conservatives, let's break the word down to conserve. <clears throat> it is a simple definition. And when you look it up, <clears throat> it is defined to protect from loss or harm or to preserve. Conservatives don't have a problem with change and innovation, as the left would claim. He goes on to explain the revolution. The American Revolution was conservatives who seek to preserve, ushered in a radical innovation blueprint for liberty and self-government. Couldn't be more noble than that, right? I mean, that's noble. But today's society is throwing the past away. It's uh, making you hate the past. And um, then it is... Uh, leaving it out of the history books because it's ugly and it's and it's terrible and it's so not left. What struck me when I read this article, I always have a subtitle, and he said, any generation that deprives the next generation of Beethoven, Shakespeare, Da Vinci is committing a combination of child neglect and civilization suicide. The left do not want to preserve anything or to conserve. They want to remove what you hold dear. The CEO of Time Magazine wrote a description of what their purpose is. And he wrote, as we begin our second century, the spirit of innovation and disruption inspires us every day. Notice it was not about reporting the news. That's too boring. It was about innovation and disruption. We've seen a lot of disruption from the left, the, the right. Conservatives are wanting to conserve, to preserve, and that is what Daniel Turner with the Power of the Future is all about. I know that was a roundabout way to get there, but uh, Daniel, welcome aboard this morning. How are you? Oh, Beth Ann, it's great to be with you on a Wednesday, so this is a new thing for me. Look at me being such a liberal. I'm not even a conservative right now. I'm, I'm a liberal on a Wednesday. <laughs> Yes, and I thank you for making that change for me. It was it was well appreciated. Um, I had a two-part series, and I really felt like they needed to go back-to-back. Back. <clears throat> but anyway, what did you think of Dennis Prager's? Uh, uh, he was he actually went into detail about some of the things that the left has done and they reject and talked about what they're doing now and teaching. And he said, I think they're just bored. If they can't be a musician, if they can't be an artist, then they just trash it. <laughs> it's just it's not important. They're bored with it. And I've kind of noticed that in just the few short years that I've lived, <laughs> that we don't see we don't see children being taught music lessons and art and things like we used to. They don't they don't set that aside for them anymore. So that you know they're in the 
the sports and all that, which I have no problem with. But to have something that they can hang on to and hold on to, I just don't see it being taught. I don't see it being encouraged. Maybe I should put it that way. What do you think? No, I think you're absolutely right, and I think and I think uh, Dennis Prager is, is absolutely right. And I think w- what conservatives get a bad rap for is that that they don't think we we progress. Uh, of, of course, we realize time is always marching forward, and and new technologies come and go, and uh, or come, I should say, they hardly ever go. Um, and and we do move with the times, and we adapt mm-hmm. with the times in the ever changing world. But what what separates us is that we we have this innate belief that what we've inherited has value and we don't yes. seek to destroy it just because it predates us. And I think that's the difference. I think when you see the progressive who say things like George Washington was just another old white man or Beethoven was just another old white man, they don't that's, realize... And in, in their opinion, he should have been aborted, but... <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, they don't see what came before them. It has a lot of value that we need to learn from, and that's what makes us different from them. Absolutely. Well, and I don't see them promoting anything new, just hating what's here. And uh, I'll talk about that when we come back. And then I'm going to get into what the energy sector, how they hate the energy sector. And they, they don't have any new things to add. Not really, not that make any sense. Anyway. We're going into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. And that's what we're going to try to do is power the future. And we'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. 
Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. There's lots to talk about today. I only went down this conservative road because I'd read that this morning. And I don't see anything that the left promotes to be innovative. I see it disruptive, but I don't see anything innovative. I know they're promoting the solar panels and the windmills and blah, blah, blah. But I don't see anything that's really to make America or Americans better to really push us forward. I want to save the planet and all that. But what about people? And so I don't see that. And I read that and I read some of the things that another very lengthy article about uh, what Toronto, Donald Trump is promoting for, if he gets to be president in 2024 and what he wants to do. And it's just amazing because it's like a new adventure. But I don't see any adventure. I just see I see hate and disappointment from the left. Uh, even in in the power sector, they're just so angry. And and I've got an article here from your website, and you're talking about. Uh, well, actually, I think it was uh, something that Larry'd written, talking about uh, you know John Kerry and what <laughs> they created this uh, this position for him. But what does it actually do? What are they actually doing to better America? don't even pretend to better America, do they? No, and this is where I wish the um, the, the, the RNC, the Republicans, had a little bit better messaging. Because Amen. I, I think it's very easy to uh, criticize this president on being old, and not just old in terms of age, because I have nothing wrong with people of, of, of any age. But his ideas are old, right? His, his class warfare rhetoric is old, his... Republicans want to, you know, tax, uh, give money to the rich and, and send grandma. All of that is old. And, and I think a calm, and that may not be President Trump, but I think a calm Republican candidate, a calm individual could just address the American people and say, aren't we tired of this? Like, it, 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 it sounds like the 60s. <laughs> it sounds like the anger, the, 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 the envy, the discord. Um, this idea that big government's going to save you, right? Republicans are out to get you, but if you vote for me, we'll protect you. And, and how has that worked for us? Um, you know, I was looking at uh, uh, Sheila Jackson Lee, the congresswoman from a very poor section of Houston suburbs, who's been in Congress for almost 30 years, and she announced she wants to run for mayor of Houston. And you want to say, why? To do what, you, to, to preserve 
what you have preserved in your district. Your district is still poor. It's still crime-ridden. It still has lousy education, lousy schools. Why would you want to inflict that torture on the entire city of, of Houston? Um, your ideas are old, Sheila Jackson Lee. Your ideas are old, <laughs> Joe Biden. You offer nothing new. And, you know, President Trump is not was not young. No. Maybe even Republican beliefs aren't necessarily young. But the way he presented them got enough people to say, wow, that's that's different. That's new. That's and it's not new. Saying to make America great again is not new. Actually, Reagan said it. But yes, saying let's restore American greatness is not new. But boy, did it wake up the appetite of the American people who are just so tired. We hadn't heard it in a long time. Garbage. Yeah. Well, and if I don't know if you saw his rally over the weekend and some of the things that he's promoting, and well, even when he was at CPAC, you know, it's it's like I I wonder what he's thinking. What's what's he planning on on really doing with making new cities and and making uh, some of this uh, federal land private land, you know, putting it out to the people and letting them own property. And he's encouraging children, you know, the, uh, he wants a new baby boom. And, and in this article from American Greatness, it was Edward Ring that wrote it, um, kind of explains some of what he's thinking. And if you go to the, the website there, that kind of explains it too. But I don't see anything, I, now from Trump I do, but from the left, I don't see anything encouraging. I don't see anything that that motivates people, drives them to to do something better, to go somewhere. It's just it's just a constant screaming of how bad things are and how horrible we are that we we're killing the planet and and it just goes on and on and on and it's like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. But you know, and, and, and the their future. messengers are old and, and that's why you know people like AOC have some star power because at least it's the same boring old message. But at least she's thirty, right? So is that an advantage? <laughs> is the exact as Bernie Sanders. But you're absolutely right. We've just been hearing these they don't stand for anything new. They don't stand for anything better. Uh, and they would point to we stand for green technology. That's not new. Government's telling us they want to ban this or ban that or take away your stove or take away your car. We've heard all this before. Nothing about it. Your, your, your vision is new. Your vision is trust us. We're the government. And if you give us more power and more money, we will take care of you. Boy, if that's not the most boring old message in politics, I don't know. I don't know what is. But that's why they have to use fear. They have to use fear that you know, Trump will start. Heck, remember they said Trump was going to start World War Three, and look at where we are now with, oh, with, with China and Ukraine making an accord. China, excuse me, and Russia making an accord against America. All right, who started World War Three? Um, mm-hmm. So they have to just scare the electorate into you can't vote for someone else because if you do, oh boy, the boogeyman is coming, and that's all they have left is fear. Well, I I know that of course one of the things Trump wants to do is make us energy depend independent again and uh with that innovation he's he's uh calling for other things that we need the energy sector in order to do <laughs> like build these new cities that he's thinking about and it's kind of exciting i remember when some of our ancestors discovered the west and they moved west i mean it's kind of exciting that we could do this again why why should we stop are we stagnant 
I don't think so. I think America's got it. We're just, it's just been beat up and, and the people have been beat up and they're, they're pushing crazy agendas like this transgender stuff and confusing the people, confusing the children. And nobody's, is everybody afraid to, to learn and to grow and to do something innovative? Um, you know, it's, uh, I don't see them being innovative, even though they claim that they are. But I do see their disruption. And uh, yes, and it's all based on lies. And and another message I would give to whoever wins uh, uh, the nomination and runs against Biden is is to run against the lie. Right? We listened to Alexandra Alejandro Mayorkas yesterday <laughs> testifying before the House. Just a lie. The border is safe. one after the other. He's, you throw evidence at him, you say it's, 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 no, it's safe. It's just a lie. Deb Holland, the Secretary of the Interior, testified yesterday. We're opening minds. It's a lie. She knows it's a lie. The Republicans know it's a lie, but we still play this game of, well, we have to respect the austere nature of the sacred halls of Congress that we would not point the finger and say, you know what, lady, stop lying at me. Right? Could you just do me that favor? Like, I am, I am way too prideful to have you sit in front of me and just lie. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to buy your BS anymore, lady. But we don't do that. We just accept lies. Biden lies. Uh, Was the the attack on Tennessee an attack against Christians? He laughs. (laughs) No. Come on. Josh Hawley says it was. Well, if Josh Hawley says it was, then I say it's not. And he chuckles. Why? Right? The American people are just sick and tired of lies. And, and all we hear from our government officials are lies. And, and boy, aren't we just... And, and what happens when you live in a lie? How many people listening right now know people who have lived in lies? Marital affairs is the easiest that comes to mind. Are any of them living in peace? Don't, aren't you constantly hiding things and shuffling and, and nervous? And people, the trans people, anger, resentment, they live in lies. If well, they're you building live it up. In a lie, you are an angry, unpeaceful person, and that's going to come out, and that's where America is right now. Angry well, and unpeaceful. If unpeaceful is a word, but that's where we are. Yeah, it's called chaos. But it's uh, if you listen to the mainstream media and MSNBC and CNN and all those, the nine victims are very. It's it's always tragic, but they think that the woman that did this, the woman that did this. <laughs> is the victim. And I'll say it out loud because I can. It's a mental illness, and we're promoting, enabling the mentally ill, and we're telling them that everybody's against them. Instead of helping them, they're trying to create this anger and this this division in America that should not exist. Um, but I look forward to what Trump was saying, and I... I I am a Trumper. I'm not, I'm not going to make any apologies for it, but I'll support, hopefully I'll support whoever gets the nomination. But what he's saying just sounds like a new a new adventure, a new frontier for America. And that's kind of exciting to me. And I'm, and I'm getting old, but it's kind of exciting to me. <laughs> anyway, we're going into a break. I want to get on to the topics you want to talk about, Daniel. And we'll be right back.
And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. He's a sponsor of the show. We appreciate him so, 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 so much. And uh, I've kind of uh, got off on this uh, conservative and, and such that I want to kind of turn it back over to you. And let's talk about what's on your mind today. We have a lot of things going on, but uh, everything kind of lands on energy. You know, if if we don't have energy, we don't have any of these other things. The innovation is gone. So let's let's talk about what's going on and and we know we have lots of lies being told to us. So let's talk about that. We do. And and you know, if we had an honest media, yesterday's hearing would have been covered uh with with more attention because Deb Holland is the Secretary of the Interior and as such she controls um, almost 700 million acres of American land, and a lot of that land is where we find our oil and gas and coal and need access to that land. A lot of that land is used for ranching and farming, too, right? It's not it's not just energy, but it is, it is our land. It may be federal, but it is the American people's land, and she's just in charge of being a custodian of it, and this administration has decided... They don't have access to the land anymore. You are not allowed to use this. It, it is being uh, put aside for for political reasons. And so she testified for the first time before the Republican House uh, committee, and therefore the questions were hard. Uh, last year, a committee, of, uh, a similar type of committee, the Democrats would have controlled. And the Democrats control the time, and they control the questions, and and. Uh, Deb Holland was treated with kid gloves because that's what we do to our identity politicians. It's the most important phrase George Bush ever gave us, which is the phrase, the, the, the soft bigotry of low expectations. Mm. And we treat Deb Holland differently because she's a woman and because she's a Native American. And so we can't ask her difficult questions. Actually, we fear asking her difficult questions, because what if someone says I'm a racist? What if someone says I'm, I'm a sexist? So we ask her you know, about trivial things. And yesterday she was asked hard questions. And if anyone watched the hearing, you'll realize she failed, uh, not just abysmally. Um, she failed, Beth Ann, she failed to the point that if I took my uncle and put him there and asked him the same questions, you'd get the same responses. Oh, I didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, if that's what you tell me, I haven't read that study. I'm not familiar with that. You, you want to say, well, what do you do all day, ma'am? What 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 does your job entail? Um, and and it was frustrating. It was unsurprising. But we are all suffering the effects of this, right? We are all suffering the effects of limiting oil and gas production. We are suffering the effects of prohibiting mines with critical metals and minerals and rare earths to come to market where we're experiencing high energy prices, high food prices, high consumer good prices, all driven by energy. And here's one of the people who could rectify it, but she's not going to because she is taking her orders from the environmental left that runs the Biden administration. And she is shielding them behind her womanhood and her native Americanness. And therefore you cannot attack you, you cannot go on offense and say, if this mineral is critical to your green transition, then why did you not allow this mine to be opened in Minnesota to, to, to produce that, that mineral? The answer is, I'll, I'll have to get back to you on that. The answer is, I, don't, I, I can't answer that question. 
and and this is where we are right now. It, it's 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 beyond frustrating. It's 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 amazingly, vehemently un-American. It is and, it is the exact thing our founders were petrified of happening in this country. And it's every hearing they have, everyone they question. And how the Democrats went after the young man there, the journalist that's not a Republican from mm. uh, Twitter, and how they went after him. I'm, I've lost his name, Taibi. Taib, not Taibi. Taibi. And uh, while they're questioning him, the IRS is getting ready to invade his home, you yeah. know, knocking on and, the door. And they did not ask him a question about his article. They didn't ask him one question about his, his, his reporting they asked him questions about his contact with Republicans. They, they asked him questions about his source. It, it was kill the messenger. They, and yesterday, no one asked Deb Holland about her Native Americanness. No one asked her about her womanhood. No one cares that she's a woman or a Native American. They asked her questions about her darn job. And she was <laughs> incapable of answering them. Just the way Pete Buttigieg is incapable of answering questions about transportation, just the way Alejandro Mayorkas was incapable of answering questions about the border or homeland security. And, and these are the lies that the American people are getting very, very sick of. And, 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 and it's festering, and it's brewing, and it's, it's angering people. Well, and it's, so then what's going to happen? They're going to sit back and say, why are we such an angry society? This is why. And the Democrats are snide. They went after Tahibi and they said, call him a so-called journalist. People who think they're journalists. He he came back with him. He said, I've written a book. I am a journalist. I do that. This is what I do. I don't know if it's going to change his politics or not, but by golly, it'd make me think, are these the people I really want to support? But, you know, it's, they're insulting. They're snide, snarky, angry, hateful people. And they're leading this country. No wonder we're going into World War III. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just <laughs> Absolutely. And, and it's the frustrating part of, and this is why a voice like yours is so important to inform the American people. It's, but the vast majority of Americans turn on NBC News at 6 o'clock while yeah. making dinner, and they see what happened during the day. The vast majority of the people are not paying attention to the news. They're not reading newspapers, sadly. Um, they're, they're, they're on YouTube and TikTok and, and, and Instagram. They're doing their job. They're, they're running their households. And then maybe for a half hour, they put on the news. And what do they get from those? They don't get any of this information. They don't get any of these facts. And because voices like yours are so important no, and you. such a threat, that's why they have to get rid of you. That's why they want to get rid of talk. They want fairness doctrines. They want to label you a threat to democracy because then they can control even more what people think and believe and understand about the facts. Well, I kind of hope I am a threat to democracy because I'm standing up for the republic. <laughs> so yeah. I'm a, I can be a little snarky about that one, too, sometimes. I, I understand that we have democratic policies and that kind of thing, but uh, um, I wanted to ask you about – I was kind of excited, you know, I think it was – I don't think it was you. I think it was Larry. See, you guys are going to confuse me now. Um Round seven in your uh, in your uh, March Madness for hypocrisy, and I was going to ask you about that. Then I was going to ask you about how the uh, senator there in Alaska is is killing Alaska. I mean, we're we're like we think we've made a breakthrough, and they're going to 
they're going to open up the drilling or whatever in Alaska. And then this guy writes something to stop it. And it's like it goes on and on and on. Um, I had to figure out how to pronounce yeah. his name earlier today. but <laughs> and, and, and that's where Republicans are our own worst enemy and why I'm not a, a Republican, regardless of you know the, the, the lever I pull when it comes to Election Day. Amen. But Republicans are, are, are a huge problem. I, I mean, I, I tweeted not long ago that Deb Holland, the re- reminder is that it was Republicans who voted for her and, and to vote to confirm her. And they will tell you, well, you know, she was going to win anyway. And so, you know, Deb, I'm sorry. I would, I would rather be alone and be right with my principles than be wrong with a group of people who are patting me on the back and republicans are just as you know for the for the republicans who voted for deb holland you have to own this right now because amen allows this to happen amen we've got to call him out we have to call him out this guy is a democrat his senator bill uh wilowski wilowski really i can't pronounce his name and i even tried to figure it out and what he's doing there in alaska it's like they're working against each other instead of helping And, of course, we know that's kind of the way it is because it's not about, as you said, it's not about progress. They're regressing. They're going backwards. And uh, I'd like to see America's new frontier. I want to see that. Anyway, we're headed into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. Visit them. Help them out. Powerthefuture.com. That's powerthefuture.com. And we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. 
Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-613-8053. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-310-5252. You'll be glad you did. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. Uh, Daniel, Rudy was reading a tweet that you put out, and I want you to tell you, I want to tell you I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you, uh, when I first met you, you mm-hmm. were telling me that you were a New Yorker and you were hoping Rule America would accept you. And I told you, oh, yes, they will eventually. They have to learn to trust you. And once you've got their loyalty, you've got them. And uh, so you kind of gave me the impression that you really didn't know a lot about Rule America and the farm and blah, blah, blah. And maybe I was just uh, uh, wrong about that impression. But you made some comment about the ugly nose ring on uh, Twitter <laughs> And mentioned that it was put in the hogs to keep him from rooting. <laughs> and I thought, he knew about hogs. Now, I know he's raising sheep. He's this New Yorker that's gone sheep farmer or sheep rancher. And he's, he's going to have to shear those sheep pretty soon again. And, and here he is knowing all about the hog rings. <laughs> now, so, I, I will admit on your show, though, and maybe not on social media, that I get a lot of help from neighbors who are showing me how to do things. So I have not pierced what any of are. my hogs' noses myself. But, yes, <laughs> I, I, I do have a couple pigs, and they were the ones who showed me how to do this and said, look, now you don't have to worry so much about having expensive fencing. You just need a little bit of fencing, and they're not going to dig. It hurts too much, and it doesn't <laughs> hurt. The, 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 ear, the nose ring doesn't hurt any more than a woman who has an earring hurts. Um, but if you tugged at it all the time, it would hurt. Yeah, that, and, hurt. Um, that is yeah. ouchy. And those nose rings are just disgusting. I'm sorry. Those, those <laughs> On human those beings, rounds, yes. Those <laughs> rings are just gross to look at, and and I am tired. I am tired of ugly being 
broadcast as beautiful. I'm tired of, you know, I have to spend a lot of time on social media for this job. I'm tired of ugly isms on, on social media, ugly, ugly, not just behavior, but there used to be a time that people cared about how they looked and they wanted to look a certain way. Now I feel like people are trying to look ugly just so that someone like me comes out and says, wow, that's ugly. And then they can attack me and then they're a victim and they can say, how dare you say, and they can cry on camera about how someone, but, but you have to try to be this ugly. And there are ugly is becoming accepted in America. And I don't like ugly. I don't like ugly anything. I don't like ugly buildings. I don't like ugly. I mean, you should see what I'm wearing right now. I can't say I don't like ugly clothes because anyone who's got a farm has some ugly clothes. But I don't <laughs> leave the house like this. I'm tired of ugly. Well, that was, that's self-pride. That's taking uh, pride in how you present yourself. And, you know, I've had people say, well, you're in there, especially before Rudy was here. You know, you're in there by yourself. Why do you wear makeup? Why do you fix your hair? My brother says, why do you color your hair? Now everybody knows I color my hair. He says, you're on the radio. What do you care? Well, nobody could see you. And, uh, well, it's a self-pride thing. I, I Even when I was working at home for my previous boss, I would take one day out a month because he did a newsletter and I would do it at home where he wasn't distracting me, calling me into his office for this or that. I even, I maybe didn't put a dress on, but I dressed up, had my makeup on, fixed my hair. Because you feel better. You feel more like working. But I, I hear what you're saying. You go out and people are in their pajamas doing yeah. their grocery shopping and their slippers. And I'm thinking, was it that hard to put your shoes on? Was it that hard to change your britches? I mean, how difficult is it to comb your hair? I mean, some of them don't look like they, they just walk straight out the door. And, and, yeah. and I agree. It's, it's, I'm tired of it. Let's put a little self pride in yourself, you know? <laughs> yep. But. And, and it's just another symptom of, of a culture that is, is, is being attacked. I don't want to say it's in decline. Maybe, maybe it's declining a little, but we're not in decline because we can reverse this trend. Yes. But it, it is a culture that is suffering right now. And it ha- there are lots of symptoms. The, mm-hmm. the shooting in Tennessee is a, is a huge symptom. Uh, and if you think getting rid of the guns is going to stop the attack no. on Christianity and, 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 and it's going to restore mental health to a people who are living a lie, you're kidding yourself, right? I mean, there are lots of symptoms we're seeing, but, but all we're trying to do is, is mask them. Um, and that's never going to be a viable solution. But you know, there's a lot of cowards in our elected office, and that's oh. why you know, we turn to them. We, we, we created a government for a reason. And we turn to our government leaders to help us with these issues, and instead they don't. Instead, they they try to see how can this issue help me to advance my career, my agenda, my election, and 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 the incentives have to be reversed. You know, I feel like in 2020, the obviously they used the pandemic to for tyranny, the Democrat states and mm-hmm. such, but and some other Republicans. But I felt like they, they use our black brothers and sisters. They use them. They promote the violence. And I know they did in 2020. They, they even kind of helped fund the violence. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what they're doing with the transgender section. Um, Absolutely. They're using and abusing these people who are mentally ill. And uh, it is a mental problem. And instead of helping them, ena- it, we're enabling them. We're, we're feeding their mental illness. And and now they're creating, they're making them believe that all of us hate them and we want to do away with them. They were saying this guy on C-SPAC, and I didn't even 
CPAC. I didn't even recognize him. He said, we can't do this anymore. We've got to alleviate it. They claimed he was calling for genocide. And so now we have all these transgenders that are promoting or committing violence. And uh, it's just, it seems like this vicious evil cycle won't stop. (laughs) No, and and it's not going to stop, sadly, because... It's what I was referring to earlier. If you live in a perpetual lie, it has to escape. Mm. It has to change your behavior. It has to change your because it's because you, you, you're violating your human nature, and and yes. and it will affect the way you speak and act and talk and treat others. And you can't live in a lie and and live in peace. It's just it's too much of a vibe. Those who can are true sociopaths, and I don't think we have we call people sociopaths for fun. But I don't think that's accurate. I think true sociopaths are very, very rare. Um, but most people, most people who live in the lie, look at Joe Biden is a great example of that. Look how oh angry he is when he gets the chance to take the podium and he goes off script. He never has uplifting words about the greatness of the country or it's either about himself, right? Telling stories about him, his mom, his dad. It's either, it's either narcissism. Or it's anger, and and why? Because he's he's bathing in a lie. He claims to be a Catholic. He's as pro-abortion as they come. He claims to be a patriot, and yet he is stealing tens of millions of dollars from from the American taxpayers vis-a-vis China through his reprobate son. <laughs> of course, he's full of anger. You know, and he made a comment yesterday too that, um, or the day before, whichever time it was that. More children die from gun gun violence than any other way, and I know that's not true. It's a lie. I know that's not true. That's a big fat lie. More die from abortion if we want to get that way, but I know that that it's not true that more of them die from gunfire. So we just accept whatever falls out of their mouths, and they don't expect anybody to to question them or back them up in a corner, and you know, just like climate change. And how, how they've taken us down this road of poverty because what they want to do to save the planet, which really isn't saving the planet. It's giving them power instead of power to our future. Hey, how'd you like that? <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Hour in radio, it is. God bless you. Thank you so much for what you do to help us bring America home. Home. Um.